This episode of Keep Your Voice Down is sponsored by Kalamazoo Community Foundation. Looking for a way to support community and show your love for where you live? Join Kalamazoo Community Foundation in their mission to mobilize people, resources, and expertise to advance racial, social, and economic justice. Founded in 1925, KZCF is one of the nation's oldest and most successful community foundations, offering many ways for people from all walks of life to grow and sustain their community. Find more information on how you can get involved at calfound.org. That's K-A-L-F-O-U-N-D dot org. Watershed Voice. Community-supported journalism. I came from the mud, there's dirt on my hands. Strong like a tree, there's roots where I stand. Oh, I've been running from the law. Long ago, in a time in which there were no vaccines for COVID-19, you could go into a crowded bookstore and sweat and listen to people, you know, perform um, poetry, spoken word, rap, hip hop, um, folk, whatever. Um, And not in a land far, far away. It's about 0.6 miles from my house uh, now. But uh, it was at Lowry's Books. It was uh, Three Rivers. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly what we called it, but it's just like the Three Rivers open mic. Um, it was for the good open mic. For the good open mic. All right. Yeah. And like yep. Andrea Sari, um, she was like the MC, and Becca uh, Sande helped out too. Um, it was fantastic. And that is where I met pretty much like i would say like half of the artists that have been at the artist showcase the last couple of years was yeah. through that right and today we're joined by um michael james Watkins, Watkins, i mean um and i just call him michael so um you know um uh, but if you want to find his music it's michael james Watkins. uh doug and i we had a tremendous interview with this guy during the pandemic, but the internet did not love us as it's terrible you know, is prone to do. So we had a great talk and it's lost forever and that's okay. Um, because we, we collectively as a trio experienced it. So, yes. um, I was hyping yeah. it on like two of the last five podcasts. I kept right. coming back to it. <laughs> right. Right. We're finally back. Welcome so, back, man. Basically, what we're saying, listeners, is suckers. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, Michael, man, um, you have a huge show coming up in Constantine. We'll get to um, your music in a second, but I just want to hype this right up top um, in case we don't get to other things. What is this show? When is it? How long is it? Can people still get tickets? Um you know, just tell folks about it. Yeah. So, um, it's called awakening in August that of a starting is a starving artist. Um, it's just for artists around the area that want to come out and market. Uh, even if you're not performing, you're more than welcome. Um, 
It's from 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. It's an eight-hour marketing event. It's bringing business to our local bar that I always, I've always gone to, even since I was a kid, because it's a diner as well. Uh, they're under new ownership, and I truly believe in what the ownership is trying to do. They're trying to bring local art to the city of Con- well, the town of Constantine. Now we right. have a tremendous 15-act lineup. You know, we have Trevor Wood, Sharpie J. We have YNGG, Lysergic. Uh, and so many more. Uh, I could I could keep naming them off, but that's going to take up about ten minutes of our time mm-hmm, and myself. Right. Um, and that's you know, at, have a prof- and that's at the Harvey House. We should say the yeah. we should say the location. Yes, it's at the Harvey House. We have a massive light team coming. Uh, we have two DJs there for in a VIP section. We have a VIP guest. His name's Johnny Curry. He's a famous um drug lord from the 1980s from detroit um i wouldn't retired retired yeah i wouldn't necessarily call him that because just because he did that doesn't mean he didn't do good for the community he was wrongfully framed for some stuff that he didn't do but he did do some bad but he's reformed now he's a good man okay yeah cool cool um so are there tickets still available i know that you guys are pretty close to selling out Yes, uh, there's VIP tickets still available uh, at Eventbrite. You just look up Awakening in August in Constantine, which is right on Eventbrite. And we have okay. physical copies, too. I have about 20 left. Okay, cool, cool. All right, so we'll we'll uh, definitely provide uh, folks with links so they can get that if they want to. And that is not um, – so this is going to publish next week. So we are recording this on Monday, August 15th. Um, the show itself is August 27th, correct? Yep. Which is the week of, which is pretty cool. We've, uh, we have some sponsors too. We have CMB creations. It's my buddy, Chris's company. They're a graphic design company. And then we have Sistil studios, which is, um, a team that I work with. Uh, they're sponsored by, well, they are the home of the underground. They're on Ruru radio. I'm oftenly played on there mm-hmm. and there's, on their radio, it's internet radio. Uh, they're the first uncensored AM radio station ever. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. No, so um, we will be publishing this. You will be listening to this at the earliest um, on Monday, um, next Monday. So we are recording this on Monday, August 15th. I am going to be on vacation next week, but I wanted to make sure that we had content and that I could um, – help Michael promote the show because I think, I think it goes without saying just with like the artist showcase, if folks show up, we continue to get cool things like this. If they don't, then people are less willing and less likely to try. So it's discouraging when people don't show up. Absolutely. So um, we will have all of that info in the episode description and we're definitely Looking forward to that. Like I said, I'll be on vacation. Um, and Doug is two and a half, three hours away. I don't know. Um, but he's not sick anymore. No, so, not. feel okay. great. Right. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. Definitely, definitely go check that out. Um, but more about you, Michael, real quick, because we only have about 10 minutes left with you. Um, so you have been through it. Just as an individual, as a person, your upbringing, um, you know, you've dealt with 
mental health issues. You've dealt with um, addiction. You've dealt with, um, you know, I'm sure just like me, poverty. Um, and you somehow, um, after being through all that, have come out like on the other side. Um, now, now you're a father. And yes, right. Congratulations, by the way. Yeah, that is so awesome. Um, and you can definitely tell it has changed you. So let's just start there. How different is your life now than it was when you were 17? Because you're 21 now, right? Yeah. Okay. So just so just take us through it. Like, what has fatherhood done for you? Um took a lot of my freedom away, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But that might be a good thing, right? Yeah, the (laughs) yeah, but the um, the biggest part about being a father, especially to a disabled kid, is that it's taught me patience. Um, a lot more patience with with her individually, with Skyla, my fiance, and Mm -hmm. just with people in general, and not to take the little things for granted granted (laughs) right um because i see a lot of people nowadays you know it's not my place to say but like they're yelling at their kids for running around you know in the store or whatever and i would literally give my legs for my daughter to be able to walk you know and it's it's humbled me in ways that um you know most people will never understand it's um it's definitely a beautiful thing. It's, I don't think we could handle her if she was quote unquote normal, whatever normal is. Right. Yeah. It's, um, well, she's still a handful now. Right. <laughs> Big spirits got to come out somehow. Yeah. yeah and, um, it's, it's put about 60 pounds on me of healthy weight. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Uh, a lot of muscle on me from slinging around a 30 pound baby. <laughs> um, no, I will say everybody. Okay. So I haven't seen this guy since pre pandemic before the artist showcase. And he just comes up looking yoked. Like <laughs> I'm like, I'm like this dude. Um, and I think when we last saw you, you had longer hair and you know, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just like a complete transformation. Um, and you look good. You look healthy and, um, you certainly seem more at peace than I think maybe you were before. Like, I'm not sure. Um, Yeah. Um, we've got the medication thing under control, you know, the depression is and the suicidal tendencies are still there. You know, that's just part of my life. Sure. But there's nothing that, you know, life that writing doesn't fix, you know, um, like there's a little bit of relief in some aspects but also there's a why me factor too and a lot of things you know you find yourself angry at the wrong people and you don't truly understand why some of these things happen to you just because you feel like you're doing everything right but it's still not enough you know yeah Absolutely. And you start digging into statistics and stuff about like eight males from 17 to 25, how they're more likely to commit suicide just because they're 
you know, their brains are developing at such a rapid rate because they have to take on so much from those ages, you know, from. All right, neighbors, you can, you can calm down a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Um, and you touch on that a lot in your uh, music, you touch on mental health, you touch on addiction, especially with this. um, When did you drop ugly? I don't even remember the date, man. That it I was this really... year, right? Yeah, it was this year. It's definitely it's like the second track of the year that I dropped. I've um I've really just been focusing on more production work and just getting placements instead of tending to my own music just because like I don't want to drop an album this year and I'll find myself in album mode. And that's when I grow my hair out. That's when I don't shave. That's when I take less care of myself. And I've been trying to prioritize prioritize self love. Oh, sure. and um, I have this wanting to be human aspect. And I just have to list the things that I'm grateful for, even when I'm, you know, the fact that I'm able to do this right now is like I'm I'm grateful for that. I'm just trying to like put good thoughts into the air because I I'm a person that has so many bad thoughts. Every intrusive thought that a person can have, I probably have about three times a day. You know, and right. that sucks. So, but, yeah. So, I mean, but here's the thing. Uh, we love singles. Singles are great. Um, and when you get them, they just come out of nowhere. You drop them out of nowhere. And we're just like, oh, thank you. We needed that. So um, I think, you know, a lot of artists do that. Like, Think about yeah. think about like Kendrick Lamar, man. That guy goes four or five years without making an album, but he'll drop a single every once in a while. Yeah, so. and it's it's one of those things. It's like now it's so much on the back end. You know, promotion is like, but there's just so much like stuff on the back end. Like you have to email, you have to you have to reach out to blogs, you have to book release parties, you have to do private listenings. You know. It's, some of these tracks, man, I have got 30, 40 different masters for that. I just, and I still don't like them. I'm sitting, I'm sitting on two, three albums that of songs I absolutely hate. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. And, and it's just because every day as an artist, I'm growing, whether it be, you know, my following or as a person, you know, I'm right now, I'm just like, I'm really into sampling right now and trying to like hone what hip hop started as so I can appreciate it more because I, I find myself wanting to do absolutely everything in my power to have this perfect sound when it's already out there. I can, I can use it. I just need clearance for it. You know what I mean? There's so much beautiful stuff out there that you can use. Yeah, absolutely. And And I think people appreciate that when they can see that, you know, the history and that you, you know, you respect the, the entire length of the art form. Yeah. And I, I've, I've studied so many different artists and just like, I never really got that deep into the genre I create, if that makes sense. Like, I I appreciate all types of music. And I, pre- I listen to hip-hop, but it was just like, 
so, but now so you're many hip hop artists up until here recently were just like in this box that it was like to be a hip hop artist, you have to be this, 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 and this, and no one was vulnerable. And then when the SoundCloud era came through, it was like around the time that I started releasing music. And I was like, oh, wow, these dudes are being vulnerable. I was like, I am, I'm okay to create now. I felt, I just, just the way that things were and that state of music, no one else was doing what they were doing. And I found something great in that. And then I got into like some of the older rap groups, you know, such as Wu-Tang. I've always been into Wu-Tang, but like, Mm -hmm. just like the way that it all started and the way that, you know, it's still going, how many members they have, how they work cohesively, how it's literally like a symphony with their voices, the way that it stresses around a room, how you, how they pulled samples from literally anything. It couldn't, you know, it didn't even have to be a breakbeat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It changed the game along with, you know, the tribe called Quest, one of my favorite, one of my favorite producers of all time, you know, Q-Tip from the tribe. Yeah. Awesome. He's awesome. And Pharrell, you know, from anything that you listen to from 2000 to 2006, Kanye, Pharrell, or one of the Neptune's members pretty much created, you know what I mean? You have all these super producers and that I'm kind of focusing on that right now because I, I don't feel like as an artist that I will be fulfilled until I have a big placement as a producer, because I have, you know, I have the songwriting stats but i don't have the production credits that i want so let me ask you this then do you think that um because you talked about how you have two albums on your own that just of stuff you don't like do you think that if you put together um you know some kind of collab or you know super group or what have you of peers um do you think that would that would elevate things for you and allow you to, you know, unlock something where you could actually produce an album that you enjoyed and wanted to put out there. 100%. I want to have an album where every beat goes into each other, where it's just a nonstop compilation of music. Yeah. And I've been working on it, but it's just something, it's just not something that I'm particularly proud of quite yet. Just right now, like I'm working on a new single. I just got a final master from for one last night. It's titled, it's titled "Time." You know, it's give you a little preview of it. It's it's more or less. It's just like how we take things for granted as artists. You know, we we find ourselves chasing artificial things, and um, we don't make time for family. We don't make time because we're we don't make time for anything because we're chasing after this goal. And that goal is within reach at all times because of the internet. You know, it's like people are like, if you're not on it now, you're not on it now. Like Jay-Z didn't have a hit song until he was 34 years old. Right. You know what I mean? I'm 23. I still have time. I'm in no rush where I'm at right now. Being signed to a label is pretty cool. I mean, I can't disclose which label I'm signed to quite yet just because like it's not official. Yeah. Well, it's it's official. I just can't speak about it until after the August event, just because it's not facilitated through them, really. 
Gotcha. All right. Well, so quiet, stealthy. Congratulations on that one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's pretty nice. I'll be able to announce it then. But another reason to go to the show, folks. Yeah. So we are out of time, um, but because of what he just said, because we were on here for such a short time, um, we're going to bring this guy back once he can talk about the label, once he can uh, talk at length, and um, we will make up for all the uh, time loss. So again, the show is on Saturday, August 27th from 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. at the Harvey House. You can get tickets on Eventbrite, and there are still some physical tickets uh, left. How can folks um, reach out and secure uh, tickets? Is there an email or something that that they can ask uh, for these tickets? The cool thing about this event is that it is a direct marketing event, so... On the flyers, any of those artists that you decide to reach out to, I imagine they probably still have tickets left. Last time that I spoke, max cap was 300 and we had a decent amount of them sold. I don't want to disclose numbers or anything to discourage people. Of course. But All right. Don't wait. Don't wait is the point. Yeah. So yeah, it's, um, it's don't wait. I mean, it's one of, it's one of those things where it's like if you want to be there, you, you need to buy tickets. Okay. All right. Well, um, where can people find your music? MichaelJamesWatkins.com. That is M-I-K-E-L-J-A-M-E-S-W-A-T-K-I-N-S.com. All right. Sounds great. Well, Michael, thank you for joining us, man. We look forward to uh, continuing um, and following your career. Uh, I'm a big fan. I know Doug has been listening to your music in preparation for this. We didn't get to talk about it too much, but that's okay. Um, yes, we, we will talk about it on the next episode. Dr. Right. Dre. Exactly. Good time, <laughs> yes, right? Sir. Have a wonderful right. day. Yeah, you too. Bye. Like my moods, just like my moods. Loving too hard is the boldest move. But never mind that, you were always crude. I was breaking down walls just to get to you. Just to get to you. But you didn't see me like I was seeing you. And it breaks my heart bad, but I'm leaving you. Just another mind trick I'm agreeing to. I'm broken. Still healing My demons They know how to swim I'm off my meds And seeing you Real dirty Like needle you 
for you, I was down bad Missing happiness, but with your girl I found that Looking for your man now, give his ass a toe tag Leave him in a chalk line, ooh I think they know that I did it, persistent with the vision Everything I want, yeah I see it in the distance Growing up, never had a single pop to piss in Middle finger up, post a boy for resistance Itching, scratching like some stitches The wound never heals, they say that time will fix it Bullets though to listen Thought that that would work for me, I was only wishing I love you baby girl, nowadays things are different La 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 I'm broken Still healing My demons, they know how to swim I'm off my med And seeing you Real dirty like me do you disappointed i was so mad walked on many years treated like a dome mat and a savage woke up roaming like a nomad after what you did to me i could never go back doing better now i just wanted you to know that everything is okay like a what the throwbacks got my closure now took the l but i own that yeah i own that i'm broken Still healing My demons, they know how to swim